This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's hour one of the G-Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Your home of the Cowboys. The NBA trade deadline passing uh, one minute ago. Have the Mavs done nothing? And if so, what is your reaction to that? A lot of teams getting better today. General at your service. If you see me, bear me. N.A. There's uh, Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup back home at Master Control. Brian Broaddus, Woolchuck, and Shea follow here on Radio Row. And uh, Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. You can watch us at 105thefan.com, Twitch, and uh, YouTube. Salute to our sponsors, Rally House, your home for officially licensed NFL gear. Your city, your house, Rally House. How the heck you doing, Woolchuck? Dang I'm, it, you're looking good over there. I'm, th- I'm trying, man. I'm finishing off a uh, soda bar. Yeah, and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling great. This right is on. just today is star studded, huh, Walt Chuck? Who's Dude. who? I mean, it, it's been JJ unbelievable. Watt? You yeah. saw JJ Watt? Superstars everywhere. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Von Miller. Derwin James. Dak Prescott. Dak was here. David it is, Joku. It's un, It's unreal. Stephen A. Yeah, the real star power. You know, they don't have a full week to give to Super Bowl. You know, the A-list celebrities. But they started rolling in last night. Late in the show, we saw Trevor Lawrence walk through Radio Row. And since then, it has, they've, been, they've been coming right and left. So expect the superstar factor to increase exponentially today and then again tomorrow. It. Man, uh, We do have the NBA trade deadline popping off, though. And there is the possibility that something comes down the pike 10, 15, 20 minutes later if it slips in just at the deadline. Brian, are you hearing from your sources the maps could be working on anything last minute? Yeah, they're, uh, nothing last minute right now. They're trying to kind of figure out. It sounds like the route that they're going to look at is the buyout market and okay. so uh just uh and talking to a couple of guys over there they're just waiting for the things to pass but nothing on that front burner as we would say well you know last night they did get some decent minutes out of javel mcgee maybe it just takes him extra long in practice to figure out exactly what the team rotations want to be and he can be an effective big man i think they need rebounding in defense though and we'll have to see exactly uh, you know what that uh, buyout market has christian wood Maxi Kleba, he'll be back here before uh, before too long. But other teams have gotten better. Let's t- let's tell you what has happened so far at today's uh, deadline. A lot of role player type dudes moving, and that I think makes it sting a little bit more because there's tons of skilled players that you don't have to break the bank to get. The Blazers trade Gary Payton the second uh, back to the Warriors for five second round picks. Um. But some big ones that the Mavs had had as targets, right? You have Matisse Tibule, Tibule, Tybel, Tybel, Tybel. He ends up <laughs> Tybel. He, he ends up being in a in another in a in a trade today with the Trailblazers. They get him for the guy they got last night when they shipped out Josh Hart. So he's gone. The Bucks are getting Jay Crowder from the Nets, who was sent there from the Suns last night. The Lakers sent backup center Thomas Bryant to the Denver Nuggets. 
and that's definitely a young physical big that uh, the Mavs could have used. But um, no doubt they have improved their roster significantly. And if they're just going to go out into the buyout market with what they had on display last night plus Luka, it's still going to be really fun down the stretch. And maybe they are confident that uh, you know this is going to open up things for them in a way that doesn't require adding anything else of significance. Look, I, I think that the buyout market is definitely uh, where I, I've believed that they're going to end up making an addition. I got excited, though, with the Reggie Jackson stuff we were hearing, and then they ended up adding Eric yeah. Gordon to the Clippers, so I'm thinking, okay, this is going to happen. And then they ended up moving Reggie Jackson, as you mentioned during cross-talk, and it wasn't to the Mavericks. Charlotte. I, to Charlotte. For Plumley, uh, and, and Plumley was a guy that we looked at as maybe yeah. a buyout candidate. So that yeah. was two guys that uh-huh. maybe the Mavericks could have gotten into and, and, and made an addition to the roster. Now they're off the table. I still think maybe Serge Ibaka is a name to monitor, potential buyout candidate there in Milwaukee. I don't think DeAndre Ayton's going to happen, but that's wishful thinking that maybe the Mavericks could make uh, a deal with now that the Suns added KD. But last night, oh, my goodness, and we were all watching at family dinner. Kyrie Irving is making guys like Theo Pinson look good out there, baby. This is run and gun. It is fun. And Luca is sitting on the bench grinning ear to ear. Mark Cuban gave us the nudes that he was there and went up to him and said, look, after they talked, we're going to make a move for Kyrie. Luca's like, go and do it. Let's add him. So Luca's in play. He's thrilled on the bench. He's sitting there thinking, man, I can watch this team. I'm out, and I'm feeling we got a shot. Yeah. We got a shot to win. I just think this thing can be tons of fun. I get it. It's day-to-day with Kyrie. You don't know what you're going to get. But let's just sit back and enjoy this ride. He hasn't done anything to us as Dallas Maverick fans. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. I love it. Until Kyrie Irving sh- says to us, we no longer can do that. Amen, Walchuk. Last night was an absolute blast. I can't wait to see how they incorporate Luke into this bad boy, but they are high-flying. They're getting the fast-break points. I mean, the last two games without Luka, I believe, are their two highest fast break point scoring nights of the season. And so, and they got guys for that. So it is going to be interesting stylistically how they go about this thing. Do things change considerably when Luka's on the court with Kyrie compared to when maybe Kyrie's just there himself or Luka's just there himself? But it was fun last night. I was hoping that they would make a move today because now, what, you're probably just letting Christian Wood walk for nothing in free agency. Which is a Chalk bummer. it up to the game, but that is a bit of a bummer. I'm sure they were on the phones the, the whole day trying to make something happen. We'll see what they can do at the buyout, but the West just got better across the board. Yeah. Everybody sure just got that better. That KD move is so Start, annoying. Starting with you with the Mavericks, yes, the KD move is annoying. It might be even more annoying when you hear Brian Windhorst say, hey, summertime, you know, everybody's talking about the Lakers and Kyrie. Now Kyrie and sudden, KD are just going to go team up with Devin Booker, and Phoenix can afford Kyrie. We'll get to that later. But all, all of these Western Conference teams got better. Yeah, they from, sure did. From the Lakers to the Mavericks to the Suns to the Warriors to the Nuggets, all these the Clippers, but I'll tell you, Eric, you made a good point earlier, which is rare. But thank you. Uh, I love you, and we were having fun with this. The rivalry between Phoenix and Dallas. Oh, we got to get the playoff matchup. We've Le- got to get the playoff you matchup. Have KD and Kyrie. That it, there's it, already bad blood. Last year, Bevin Booker and Luca, the Mavs beating the Suns. Think how juicy the intrigue of that postseason rematch could be now. Yes, um, I, I just I do feel like these moves and as much fun as it is, as good as the Mavs were last night, I I'm not gonna I I can't be as bullish as possibly the Mavs being in the finals at this point. Now that the Suns have KD, they're easily sure. the best. Sure? Team. Yeah. They're, they're hands sure. down yeah. the best roster. That was just like a gut punch. Definitely, and I was hoping the Mavs would counter. 
can you get more from Christian Wood? Is this offense going to change significantly in a way that brings so much out of Wood or Green that can change my opinion over the next 30 days? Possible. You that's, know? that's the beauty of what we get to have over the next 30 yeah. days of basketball, man. Yeah. I mean, the next couple of months are going to be really, really fun as this thing, uh, as the experiments take place. You see what works. You see what doesn't. And then you go into the playoffs and you just cross your fingers that uh, you have two of the best players in the sport on your team and role players are stepping up. But I do think you're right. they got to do something in the buyout here. Hopefully somebody makes an appearance. Am I crazy here? There's no possible like, – like, I don't know what Brooklyn's doing. I don't know if Brooklyn knows what Brooklyn's doing. Are they hanging on to Jay Crowder? Like, is that is that for sure? Maybe There's not. No ch- they flipped him. Is there any chance? They flipped him already. Oh, they already. ended up flipping him already? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I wonder what team got him. What team got Crowder? Because maybe that team is trying to buy out and not necessarily do anything special with him right with the now. Bucks? Yeah. Oh, if the, the, Bucks Bucks the Bucks got him. The Bucks, Bucks are going to oh, keep okay. him. Yeah. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. But with I the Bucks. think it's more likely that they could go ahead and buy out Ibaka. Because that's another guy yeah. that can play, you know, he's kind of a fringe big, can play multiple positions for you, and also is really good at rebounding and defense. So much going on. It was really nice last night, though, out in Phoenix, even though it was kind of cold. Like, this restaurant that Sean set us up with was, you know, the food wasn't great, but the atmosphere was just so relaxed. It was like half indoor with a really cool bar. Really clean. And these restaurants smell good. That's important to me. Yeah. Like, can your restaurant smell good? And it did. And, um, you know, the whole the scene was fantastic. Oh, we got a couple of glazed donuts for uh, Mike Golick. Yeah, yeah. We got we got Shout a out to DJ Pride more. Yeah, Pride nice. more I think we got like a cinnamon and sugar one. And then okay. we got like a bit of a glaze, like a vanilla hell, icing one. No, not overly stale. The donut usually like yeah, it'll hold up. Yeah. It'll yeah. hold up for yeah. 12, 24 hours. Oh, I love like it. Low humidity, low humidity here. Uh, might I, be I, a, uh, it, it'll be the thought fair. that counts. If you ever heard Mike and Mike show, Golick was always right, talking yeah. about the glazed donut. You're absolutely right. How much he, he loved it. He is going to appreciate it. it you know, even guaranteed. if he doesn't crush the whole thing, I think it'll be memorable for him. I do it'll make him feel special. I'm going to eat one with him. Post-dinner yeah. Uber back. Now, both Ubers were outstanding. The conversation that we had going was great. Now, we took two cars, so you have Sean. The morning show has rented their own vehicle. They were mm-hmm. like, bleep the train. We're not taking it. So you ended up That's getting... That's another story, by the way. Cushy's Corner 240 Okay, today. perfect. Yeah. So you ended up getting stuck in a vehicle with them, right? Yeah. On the way there. Yeah. It's so dramatic. Afterwards, I was between Broadus and Sharif. You just okay. So in, you a, decided, in a space fit for a four-year-old. Cramp. Chiafala went back in that same space. Yes. 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 So so you're a brave is, man. This Thank is you. outstanding. Gavin decides I'm not doing this. I'm not going back with them. <laughs> so we're all standing, looking at each other, like, well, now we have six people. We need one person to ride back with them. So Eric's looking around, like, oh, they need somebody to go. Well, I'm the smallest one. Boom. Beeline straight. He's looking at me, DJ Pridemore, bigger individual. I'm a bigger individual. There's no way the Corey, three of you could have fit back Kevin, there. Kevin, yeah. and then Gavin Dawson, who is smaller than Eric, yes. that has just decided this was too small for me he to was fit. The, he was the smallest out of the remaining people. Out of the remaining yeah. options. And, and it, was all, it was all split second. I'm going. But to be fair, I said I, I'm the smallest. You had no idea what you were myself. getting into. I, I stopped. My, I didn't fully go into the smallest one. I was like, oh, I'm the small. And then I realized oh, as I was looking at the crowd of, of giant humans that I no hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else was I? But we had a great do? time. We got a, We had a great Uber back. Uh, we found out that Dawson needs to end up being an Uber driver, and you would be the crotchety Uber driver that is essentially like Dick's Last Resort. Yeah. And they would hire you to just insult them yeah. as you drove them around. Yeah. Turn up the radio really loud when they start uh, talking. 
Yeah, and what was funny is right after I said that before we get in the Uber, we jump in and start talking and, and, and bantering and stuff, and the guy cranks the radio. It was amazing. It was right on. He couldn't have scripted it better. <laughs> it well, was, we yeah. had insane, uh, I mean, the, the insane conversations going to the restaurant yeah. whenever we were Ubered up, and there was lightsaber tattoos going on, crazy places of body parts. It, was, it got a little bit nuts uh, in the ride there. So how do you think the Mavs offense is going to roll now? I, it's my opinion that Luka's going to get this thing flowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I think he's going to join the party. I don't think he's going to try to bog it back down. I, I think he's going to see the light and be like, oh, you know, and, and you know, maybe Kyrie's just going to bring something out in a style of play that's going to uh, encourage that to happen more freely. I agree. I agree. I think Luka is a good enough player to where he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to pigeonhole himself into playing one kind of way. He clearly was clamoring for Kyrie to come here, and Luka is a basketball savant, and he knows what type of basketball Kyrie Irving wants to play. And then he got to sit firsthand last night and watch it all unfold in front of him. And as a basketball savant, basketball fan, and a guy who wants – to win basketball games and probably have the pressure taken off him a little bit, uh, probably look back and said, okay, I can find a way to fit in here. How could you not? He's too great not to fit in there. Uh, and maybe they have this versatility where sometimes they're the slow it down, sometimes they're the speed it up, and they can really keep defenses on their heels for 48 minutes a night. All righty. Joining us now here on your home of the Cowboys is one of the best defensive players to ever play in the NFL. He was an NFL champion in 1969, NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 71, five-time first-team All-Pro uh, with the Minnesota Vikings and a member of the NFL 1970s All-Decade <laughs> Team. It's Carl Eller here on 105.3 in your gold jacket. There you go. I do have my gold jacket on today. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure to uh, be in here on uh, Radio Row, and thank you guys for having me on. Thank oh, you much. It's an honor, sir. It is a tremendous honor. What What do you think about when you think of, uh, you know, rushing the passer and, and, and uh, you know, postseason football like this and how important it is? Well, you know, one thing, the defensive line, and certainly the defensive end, has to really be in shape because it's a never-ending job. All the six minutes, you got to be able to rush your passer. The guys throw a lot today, and uh, they have the quarterbacks are a lot more agile or, you know, a lot more versatile in what they do and how they do it and be dangerous. And so you not only is it tackling that pass, you have to contain them. And so if you don't get it, one of your partners will get them up to middle. So... It's a big, big job, biggest homes of responsibility. Mr. Mr. Uh, Carl, Mr. sure. Oh, sure, Carl. I'm going to call you Mr. Eller because I, I had this kind of respect for you. When you played against guys, you mentioned quarterbacks that run, and I watched you play against Roger Staubach. <laughs> and I watched you chase that man all over the field. Sometimes you got him. Sometimes Alan Page got him. Sometimes Gary Larson got him. But when you played against guys like that, where you knew going in, and you had a great one in Fran Tarkington yeah. that can move around in the pocket and cause problems. Like, how was your the thoughts about playing a guy? Because you're thinking about rushing, beating Rayfield right, but also getting there to that quarterback. Well, that's what I mean. You had to be disciplined when you had a guy like, uh, you know, uh, Dawson or somebody like and that. Dawson, yeah. Dawson, yeah. Somebody like that who would run the ball. But Starbuck was, actually he was a very brilliant quarterback because he would 
sometimes scramble, but if he knew he could get the first down, right. was another option for him. So he wasn't just sometimes looking for total yardage like you made the other day, but he would run and get another scramble for that first down, another set of downs, which was big because a guy like, uh, you know, could uh, he could get three more downs, he got another chance to score. That's what the game was all about. So that's why I used to hate because you could chase a guy like him, Roger, and uh, he would go down for his side. And yeah. we, we, we had the diamond there with the dirt. You see him slide in the dirt. And Roger's a tough guy to bring down because you wouldn't get a chance to tackle him and put the hurt on him, as we get to say, yeah. Now, Carl, you're here with uh, Southern Recipe Small Batch and uh, Pork Rind Appreciation Day for a good cause, huh? Yes, for a good cause. It's helped over 100, I mean 2,700 guys, about almost 3,000 guys. You know, things like, uh, you know, getting to treatment, getting the help they need, not just the medical treatment itself. But it goes beyond that, you know, getting guys there, housing, all that other stuff. So it's very much a uh, needed fund. It does a lot of good and helps a lot of players. Who do you think is going to win the game on Sunday? I wish I could tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if I knew, I would. But uh, I don't know. I'll tell you, they got two amazing quarterbacks. Uh, of course, you know they are sending. But they're guys that can hurt you. We talked about the uh, quarterback mm-hmm. scrambling right. and, uh, you know, things like that. But these guys can hurt you. They can get more than the first down, but can go in and score, too. Mr. Eller, when, when you played for legendary coach Bud Grant, right, and there was this mindset that you guys had in Minnesota, and you're playing there at the old, you know, the mat there, and it's snowing, and it's muddy, and all these crazy things, but you guys didn't have, like, sideline jackets on or anything like that. Was that something that, like, that Coach Grant was trying to instill that mental toughness in the way? But you were a mentally tough player anyway. But, I mean, was Bud Grant kind of just pushing – that attitude towards you guys for Minnesota? Well, let me tell you uh, that there were no things on the sideline that came warm or whatever. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. So <laughs> he didn't have to instill that. It was just the rule. You know, <laughs> he, he, he didn't have to work. So, But I do have to tell you this, that uh, so we would play just as you said, on the condition, no heaters, no uh, what we no capes, no capes, yeah. all the stuff on it. So uh, I would head back if you end up near down what end of the field, and so you kind of get off the field, a playing field mm-hmm. around the margin where the other players were. You would seek by the heaters. <laughs> <laughs> same sideline. <laughs> they were on the same they sideline. Were on the same line. Line. They're just yeah. next yeah. to you, so you get off of the field and you go, ah, oh, man. <laughs> Wait, so were you playing in a time where they were, like, smoking cigarettes in the locker room and stuff? <laughs> we were. Uh, certain questions are off limits. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Purple people eaters. People eaters. Best nickname of all, in all sports, or would you say doomsday defense can compete with that? Purple people eaters. Yeah. Who's the best? Doomsday defense was a good one, but uh, purple people eaters was really uh, – a great uh, nickname for front four. So, 
I would go with that. Carl, we got to run. Thank you so much for blessing us with your presence here on Radio Row. Enjoy the game, sir. Thank Me you, Carl. too. And congratulations. And thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you, Carl. There he goes. Carl Eller, Hall of Fame defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings here with you on 105.3 The Fan. And we're back with the G-Bag of the day. Julie Donaldson's going to join us as well here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir, it's time now for the G-Bag of the Day, curated by Lucius Alexander. Julie Donaldson's coming up at 2.30, announcer with the Washington Commanders and their VP of Marketing. Here's L.A. with the yeah, G-Bag of the Day. Everybody. Who run it? You do? Who run it? You guys have a fun down there on Radio Row? Yes. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. How's, how's the Metroplex? Uh, yeah, we get, we're warming back up. It's sunny outside. The temperature's right. We're looking good. Nice. Yesterday it was cold and rainy two days in a row, but we're looking nice right now. Uh, yeah, I asked because, like, some of the podcasts and things that I watch throughout the week, they're out there on Radio Row. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah. And they know nothing about sports. And I say that respectfully. They're not like sports podcasts or lifestyle and, you know, that type of thing. Lifestyle culture type of podcast. Yeah. No, they're out there just asking all the dumb questions to athletes. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Well, that that is good news. And, and so is that I just learned Julie Donaldson's going to be joining us at 3.30. So uh, we can let this G-Bag of the Day breathe, Ooh, my man. Let it ride. Oh, man, yes, I wish sir. I would have knew that. I would have put oh, some more oh, ducats oh. in this bucket, but I got okay. some for you. We all okay. good. Okay. Uh, let's see here. How about our winner from yesterday? Uh, customers were spot on when describing their noises that their car makes to a mechanic. Mechanic recorded all of these for you, and it's funny. Here we go. Customer states, my vehicle sounds like an elephant. Customer states their vehicle sounds like a dolphin when turning. Yeah. Customer states it sounds like a husky under the hood. So I got this car, and whenever I roll the driver window down, it sounds like somebody screaming. Jeez. Customer states their vehicle sounds like Ric Flair. <laughs> That's unfixable. <laughs> <laughs> Customer states, truck sounds like a snare drum. 
That's good. That, yeah, that's, that's bad. Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off! That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> kill it, kill it. <laughs> Man, that's scary right there. Car problems are the worst possible oh, thing. Terrible, though, right? I mean, I guess like a house problem. If you have a house and bad things are happening, you really folded too. on that quickly. Yeah, the house, but but the car trouble seems like it's more consistent. Car trouble at the light in the summer. Oh, with people oh gosh, you. no! Oh no, man! And it just no. flop, 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 and it just flops on you. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving home from a movie uh, in college with my now wife, and at one point she had to take over the driver's seat while I pushed the car through the light, and, and she had to make the right, and we had to get into the, the random shopping center uh, that was right there down in, in, in Denton. So that sucked. What a trooper. She married me. Like, yeah, what a trooper. <laughs> I question her judgment every day. Yeah. That car didn't have a bumper on it. <laughs> Man, you, dog. I you traded state fair <laughs> bumper cars. Yeah, bro, basically. I no, just I ran just, out with I it. kept. I had a low Honda Civic, and so I, every time I would pull, I would pull too far up on the parking oh, spot. You know, oh, they got those pull cement, it off, and then yeah. it eventually yeah. just yeah. ripped Great. it right off. It was your fault. Wait, wait, that that is your fault. fault. Yeah. It, it, it was my fault. See, I was thinking that the car already had no bumper. You just ride around with no bumper. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That's a, that's a user <laughs> error. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like a 10-year-old car I mean, or like 15-year-old you know. car. Damn. Damn. It was bad from the jump. I did When I did bought it, though, there, there was a... When I did buy it, uh, Hagee just hit me you with You said uh, when I did bought it. Yeah. I was like, did everybody hear that? See, right. usually I'm just talking with, like, Waldchuck or something, and he doesn't catch these things. But uh, I got, like, <laughs> Dawson, I, I, Hagee. I'm not going to call you out all the time people. like you do. No, but there was tape on the on one of the on one of the rear view or one of the side mirrors. Yeah. There was, like, tape. I had to tape that one on. Was. That's amazing. I love yeah. that, though. Mm. Did you have Driving a fin on the pride. back? <laughs> no, but at one point, the, my driver's side window stopped working, so I would still shamelessly go through drive throughs and just have to open my door to it. order I and to that. get the food. Yeah. You realize how bad you want food so quick, yes, and you're like, dude. hold on, do I really want to do this? No, at that age, I, was, I told you guys last night I had the Ford Escort GT, the 1991 oh, yeah. Ford Escort GT. and. Ballin? The, the best thing I ever did with that was the engine was making a sound like this, and I knew it was bad. I believed it to be a cracked piston at the time. And I went to trade it in at a used car lot, and he made me an offer on it without driving it. I was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and, oh, that's good. And I, I drove. For I drove. Me, not for you. I drove off in my uh, my original van, the uh, Ford Econoline 150. Like, yes, <laughs> Escort, not my problem. <laughs> that's fantastic. She says my car's real old. I told her it was vintage. Yeah. All right. Let's see yeah. right here. Let's go to some D3 basketball, fellas. New Jersey City Gothic Knights. This one's oh, awesome. What a name. This one's awesome. The Gothic Knights. I'm super into Gothic girls too, by the way. Oh, goth, man. Goth, Goth is real cool, man. Uh, apparently, my girl's into it, by the way, because she has like all of our plants and flowers and stuff in the house. They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. That's good. Uh, yeah, they beat the Rowan University. Who are you? That's an owl. Who are you? Oh, okay. It was two three-pointers in the last Ooh. five seconds of the game to win the game. Everybody went crazy. Inbound. Swung around. Jump shot. It's good! Ryan Savoy cuts it to one. And then JC has it. Floater. It's good! It's good! Jason Battle at the buzzer. And JCU wins! <laughs> <laughs>
The thing that's amazing in the video, too, is it's in, like, this small gym, and there's not a lot of people. So they, like, run up into the stands to celebrate with the fans and everything. It was awesome. That was my reaction after eating that Topper's Pizza in Oxnard. <laughs> oh, it's so good! Dude, I had this uh, Korean barbecue before I came in here. I'm telling everybody about it. I should have known about this uh, place on Tuesday. It was something else. But that guy's using the voice that we all use when we're impersonating a play-by-play -play yeah. man <laughs> in pandemonium. That's true. Isn't that right? You see uh, Pat Mahomes pranked by Brandon Marshall? No. No. Got you guys didn't see that? Brandon no. Marshall. Brandon Marshall's going to be here any he second. Just he is by. here, yeah. He just walked by. Okay. He's huge. Okay, yeah. let's play some of his audio right here. He pranked uh, Pat Mahomes during the uh, Super Bowl media scruffles. All right. Hmm. Brother, so how you doing? Good, man. Good. All right, great. Um, Rihanna came out and said that you are the greatest quarterback ever. Hearing that, how does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me. It makes you feel great. Uh, then uh, it's, she's uh, she's gonna crush it at halftime. I have family members that I think are more excited about the halftime show than they are the game. Um, and so uh, whatever Rihanna says is like like the gospel. So I'm glad that she she went with me for that for that honor. She didn't. She oh. didn't. I was just messing. Oh. <laughs> you got you got me up here smiling and smirking. He's blushing. And blushing. Yeah. That hurt, man. Uh, that hurt. Good bit. Only because yeah. they asked him. Well, I think it was. The day before yesterday, when he first got out there, who was his, his favorite song of all time? Who's your, what's your favorite song of all time? Listen to what he said. My favorite song of all time? It's probably Umbrella by Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the laugh. The laugh. Gosh, it's probably Umbrella song. by Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Must be a good video. That was I'm Corey's a laugh with Kay Adams yesterday. Yes, oh, yes, dude. He was the geeking. Randy laugh. I'm a Rude Boy guy, though. I don't know about you guys. Ooh, I like, yeah, I like Rude Boy more than yeah. Umbrella. I'm with you. Come on, call. Yeah, here you go. Hey, he knows. Hey, you know. We're all going to be singing in our living rooms yeah. on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Here we go. Hold on. Let me get my song. I like American Oxygen by Rihanna. American Oxygen. Oh, okay. Stuff right there. Okay, where we at? Streamer. There's a streamer cat online looking for an ideal date, ideal woman. Listen to his criteria here. Cobra, what's your ideal woman? Well, first of all, of age, <laughs> alive, cisgendered, consenting, non-related, no. <laughs> and at least a four or above on the good looks scale. Like if she's a six on her best day, you know, kind of thing. Preferably someone who is 21 <laughs> and up. That's as low as I go is 21. You could realistically date an 18-year-old because it's legal, but... Yeah, it's not as fun because you can't take him out for a drink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. Streamer. <laughs> Sounds like quite a catch. <laughs> hey. Boy, let's compare these laughs, bro. Hold on. <laughs> let's go to Pat Mahomes laugh again, dog. <laughs> 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 Let me try this streamer. Man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Man. Ridiculous. Man. Mahomes like, got a little Beavis and Butthead in him. Maybe he oh, can make a. Uh, yeah. He does have some pretty good Beavis hair. And, and that other guy had kind of like a bootleg McConaughey laugh right yeah. there. Hey, yeah. I, I will. Yeah, you're right about that. And I will say, I don't know if Walchuk sent the sound over to Lucius at any point this week of the drunken, hungover Bobby Belt the morning before the show. At the end of that clip, Sean has one of the more legendary laughs of all time as well oh. that I would like to throw into the bucket of uh, funny laughs. You're absolutely right. Oh, uh, let's see. Let me see here, buddy. 
This is why this guy's rare. Put a bunch of paperwork on Lucius's desk. I'm sorry about that, Lucius. No, okay. I got to laugh. Okay, thank God. Where do we start this thing at? Uh, just start at the end. Oh, the last's the only thing. Oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to just get that last part. How about this? Yeah, it's beautiful. You, you said you may have a funk coming off of you? Uh, yeah, because uh, Chop was doubting how much I vomited last night, which was like five times. <laughs> That's like an evil movie. Like, no. does he? That starts the thriller video. I think. Yes, yeah. that's at the end. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's yeah. totally yeah. what I was thinking. Is was he trying out for that? I don't know if we can oh, compare those side yeah. by side. That was crazy. Yeah. Very genuine laugh. So oh good, yeah, man. You guys ever seen Batman, the original Batman, first one? Michael Keaton, Jack yes. Nicholson. Yeah. Remember yep. when Jack Nicholson fell off the building and died? <laughs> yeah, and he had that little <laughs> laugh to the. <laughs> That sounds just like that. <laughs> He's all over the place with this one. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Oh, there's a streamer going around. Well, he's going around. He's doing his thing, streaming, trying to make the money off the Internet. He went to ask this girl in the store, hey, can you do a video with me to make my ex-girlfriend jealous? She had no idea what he was about to say, right? All right, here we go. Excuse me. How you doing? Fine, Hey, can I, uh, can I do a video with you to make my ex-girlfriend jealous? You can. Come on. This would me off tonight. Yeah. Oh Getting gosh. them balls and everything. Oh my god. Getting oh. them balls off. That's actually kind of funny. Alrighty. That's <laughs> very funny. It's time now for the uh, the voting portion here of the G Bag of the Day. Our friend Kevin Hagelin for the KNC Masterpieces here. We will have uh, Mike Golick Sr. coming up in about 10 minutes. Krusty's Corner has been moved to 320. You're going to want to come back around for that. Isn't the mechanic on customers seeing what their vehicles sound like? New Jersey City Gothic Knights with the winning hoop. Patrick Mahomes pranked by Brandon Marshall. Your ideal woman uh, or a video to make ex-girlfriend jealous. I'll go Patrick Mahomes here today, Chief. How about you? I think I'm voting for all the laughs today. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the, the laugh montage? Yeah, well, I guess I... Ultimately goes back to Mahomes. Okay, comes back to Mahomes. Okay, what do you say, Lucius? Uh, D3 basketball. Yes, uh, two to one here, Broadus. I'm going to go with Brandon Marshall. Uh, Brandon Marshall, that's a good vote. It's a good vote right there. It's three to one, Wolchuk. Oh, this is tall. This is a toughie. I think I'm going to go with Brandon Marshall as well. Four to one, Hagee. I'm going with the Gothic Knights. I'm with Lucius on this one. Well, by a score of four to two, and your new G Bag of the Day champion, it's uh, Brandon Marshall. Former NFL receiver, a Showtime announcer, a broadcaster, your new G-Bag of the Day champion. Okay, uh, we are going to talk uh, Super Bowl, maybe some NBA trade deadline, the sports world at large, with Mike Golick Sr. coming up next here on 105.3 The Fan. All righty, thank you, Lucius. We are back here on Radio Row. Our coverage is brought to you by our friends at Rally House, your home for officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House. And Window Nation, buy win- uh, two windows, get two free, windownation.com. And joining us now is one of the most recognizable figures in the history of sports radio, it's simply Mike Golick here with you in the G-Bag Nation. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. You know, so I've been doing this for a few days now, and this has now been my favorite interview because you guys put two donuts done in front of okay. Yeah, okay. Baby. And I've already eaten one. Yes. So I, when I was grooving to the tune, coming back in, little Billy Jean, I, I, I couldn't move as much because I got yeah. one donut in me and one to go. We had your son on yesterday, and I asked him, I'm I sorry. said, now, yeah. Dad looks great. <laughs> 
you know, can I get him a donut? Because I know how yeah. much he likes it. Yeah. He said he will love it. I will. You know, yeah. I, I, I eat better now, but I'm still – they're like, oh, did you give up donuts and cookies? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> yeah. I just eat them less. Okay. But I still eat them. Fair. I, I'm, not, I'm not turning down a good, a good uh, dessert. Now, how hard are you pulling for the Eagles here with your background? Going well, I mean, game? I really can't be because I'm on the broadcast team for Westwood One. It's Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner and me and Laura Oakman doing the radio broadcast. So I can't really do that. Even though most of my years were there, I have to be unbiased. But, I mean, listen, there's no doubt there's a part of me that's in Philadelphia. I loved the fans there. I loved my time there. Most of my time there was before free agency. So a lot of us became friends and such, and always had great games against the Cowboys, except they were the ones that always got to go to the Super Bowl in 92 and 93 and not us. So, you know, I always hold that against uh, the guy I, I tried to tackle the most in Emmett or Nate Newton, who I went against the most, or when I see Aikman, I always remind him that I picked him off, you know. Oh, okay. yeah. There you go. <laughs> who was the biggest trash talker on the Cowboys? Do you remember? Was it Nate Newton? Was he no, bringing old it? No, O-Linemen are not trash talkers. Okay. O-Linemen and D-Linemen, we're too busy trying to get oxygen in our lungs after a play. <laughs> the farther away from the ball you are, the more smack talk you get. Okay, very good. That, that's how that works. Yeah. Now, did you have a teammate or an opponent that stands out to you when you think of trash talking and you're playing? Oh days? man, I mean, like Andre Waters, God oh, rest geez. his soul, on yeah, my defense. Yeah. Not only could knock you out, but he'll talk to you as well. Yeah, we definitely had some chirpers on our defense. We had a lot of A personalities on that Eagles defense. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. We had some fun. Now, I heard that, uh, and I didn't know this, but I, I, I believe I have this correct. Did you retire and then like 30 minutes later, Joe Montana retire on the exact so same day? So he stole my thunder. I mean, is that unbelievable? And I've known Joe. What a belief. That is man. just rude. <laughs> I've known Joe since I was 12. When my brother Bob and Joe came into Notre Dame together in 75, right. I was 12, 13 years old. That's when I first met Joe. So I've known him through there, played against him in the NFL. And then sure enough, I announced my retirement to which nobody gave a damn. And then Montana does it a little bit later, and I'm like, well, any thunder I had, which, by the way, was none. This is completely tongue-in-cheek. And then Joe retires. Unbelievable. It's almost like J.J. Watt had the spotlight for a while, and then Brady Brady. retires. J.J. Watt thinks in five years he's headlining the the Hall of Fame. He's got to come back and play again next year. He's going to play again, so so it's one more year after. Yeah, Yeah, he ends up circling back. Well, it's it's a blessing to be at these Super Bowls, and, yes, the Eagles are playing, and I know you can't show your affinity. What do our Cowboys need to do to finally get back to one of these things? I know you were playing. They were playing in it every year. It's been so long since. I I did a few Dallas games this year. I did the first game against Tampa. What a direct game that was. Um, And I did a couple more after that. Listen, I'm, I'm glad Pollard started getting the carry the touches he should get because he's, he, it's going to be interesting what goes on with that scenario. Um, Amar, yeah, I mean, um, C.D. Lamb, he stepped in as the number one, did a nice job because I was a little shaky on the trading of Amari Cooper. Defensively, I mean, you're building there nice. So, I mean, you're there, but you're just not in the upper part of there because I think there was a separation of San Francisco when healthy quarterbacks, Philadelphia, and then there's a drop-off to the next part of the AFC. Uh, so I think it's top-heavy there where the, a- where the AFC, you've got Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo and the Chargers making a, a run and Jacksonville and such, you know, which was nice for them. But I think the, the NFC is a little more top-heavy, and we sit there and talk about these quarterbacks rotating around. Yeah. If I were them, I'd rotate in the NFC, not in the AFC, because the AFC has got some great young quarterbacks. Yeah, it seems like the path is a little bit easier. Yes, yeah. Being a defensive guy, how unique and special is the unicorn that is Micah Parsons? I mean, to see what he does from different positions, and that's, that's like a, it's like a Bill, uh, 
Bill uh, Belichick special. He loves the guy that can play multiple positions. And when you line him up all over the place so you don't know where he's coming, there's one thing to game plan somebody when you're knowing they're lining up at left end all the time or at right end all the time. But when he's right end, left end, in the middle, you know, all over the place, it's a lot tougher uh, to do. So he is, I mean, he, he's what every defense is looking for. I mean, you have your studs, you know, out there, and he's one of them, but he can do it for multiple positions. Mike, uh, I, this might be a deep question here, but uh oh, we they, like getting deep. No, wow! But let me take a bite of this donut. Yeah, then. Go go, please do, please do. Get your body ready. Get here. your body ready. But they teach broadcasting classes about what you and Mike Greenberg did for radio and things like that, and the relationship and how it's done that way. You talk about you're having fun. You're being a, you're a former player and all that. Those times, like you said, that you guys were doing that. Right. Did you ever feel like that? Man, they're gonna. This is going to be. We're going to be the example of future broadcasters potentially. We didn't think our show would last a year, let alone you know almost eighteen. Greeny, when he signed, Greeny was doing ESPN News, and he just started doing some Sports Center, and he almost didn't take it because he didn't want to mess that up. We didn't know where this was going to go, so we wanted to make sure he had the TV side protected. That's how unsure we were of everything. And then it just took off. You know, we had time. One of the biggest differences, we weren't carried in a lot of affiliates. We didn't have a lot of affiliates right. right out of the gate. So we had time to work through the the early process. And by the time we had in the hundreds of affiliates, we were kind of hitting our stride. And it just happened. Never felt like work. It was just a lot of fun to do. But to answer your question, no, I never thought. And I still don't know why anybody would look at what I did and say, oh, yeah, I got to duplicate that. I don't speak very good at times. You know, I'm not the smartest, you know, in, in the world. But I just like to – I'm not afraid to make a mistake. I don't care. It happens. We all do. I don't. And the main thing is I like talking to people, not at people. Hmm. It's Mike Golick here with you. What's it like? Did you ever think you'd, you'd be working for a broadcast company that's a sports book in a daily fantasy no, operation? No. I, I, you know, I didn't. And when I first signed on with draft books, they were like – or draft kings. I mean, they were like – don't worry, you're not setting lines or anything okay. like that because I, I didn't know a ton about it. I know the basics of it, but I'm not a sharp by any stretch. They have plenty of people for that. They were like, no, 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 we want to get into, the, obviously, the sports you know, sector of this. So just, just do a sports show okay. and you know, an entertainment show. Yeah. And I do it with Jess Matana, who was a Notre Dame grad, actually with my daughter. So Smitty. There's a, yeah, there's a big generation gap going on there. Yeah. I'm as old as her father. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of fun. They give us a lot of freedom to do a lot of things. Hey, we had so again. We had your son on yesterday. Have, have did you guys ever measure how smart he is? Because it's like yeah. I I was just talking about it last we night. We were at dinner. talking about on way on he's dinner. Quick yeah. is a whip, man. Yeah. He's God. he's really smart. Yeah. very very smart. Yeah. Way smarter than I ever was. Took all honors courses. Yeah. Got all really? A's. It was kind of sickening. Okay, in all honesty, <laughs> I figured. Yeah, yeah. I, I mocked him. <laughs> We were talking about the best interviews, and we'd done it before when we were back in Dallas. And but having him here live, it was amazing. To, oh, yeah. it, it just it's like, and we were we're walking out here like, what's our best interview? Golick, Golick, yeah. that was the one. You, you can't yeah. throw anything. Yeah. I'm at not. Him. I'm yeah. not telling him you said that. <laughs> hey, uh, we got pork rind appreciation yes. day going on here. It's very uh, near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, it is very cool. So porkrindappreciationday.com, that's where you want to go. They have a great contest. Instead of sa- snacks, we're going to do sacks. So pick the team you think are going to get the sacks. 
which a lot of people I think are going to go Philadelphia. Like Super Bowl, Bo- Bullsacks. Grand prize, $50,000 in a year of pork rinds as well. But Southern Recipe Small Batch has done a great job with this because they're partnering up with the Gridiron Greats. I've been on the board of that for a while. That's jo- uh, Jaworski and Ditka, mm. Brian Erlacher, and we, we bring assistance to former players that need help with kind of everyday things that don't grab a lot of the CBA stuff that the players of today get. So th- they've been great partners in raising money. And, again, it's a great, great way to win uh, $5,000, porkrindappreciationday.com. Ideal dip for the pork rind. I'm a I'm a, a blue cheese guy. Okay. Respect. I'm a blue cheese guy, and I double dip, and I don't care who knows it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. How many bags are you putting down in your heyday? Oh, three, four, five tops. Wow. Minimum. Um, yeah. A minimum, wow. I should say. Wow. It's our guy. Yeah, My goal. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You it's an it. honor. No Take problem. care. Thanks. Have a great awesome. week. I'm taking the donut. You got it, buddy. <laughs> it's for you. All right. Uh, one hour down, four to go right here on your home of the Cowboys. When we return, the 3 o'clock hour, former Giants running back Rashad Jennings joins you next year on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.